everyone. I'm Victoria Shepherd, and this is the Happy Henry's Woof You podcast, where we get to find out a little bit about the people around us who work with, play with, or know something about dogs. From the benign to the bizarre, I want to talk to anyone about anything dog-related and share stories or useful information that will not just inform, but also entertain and possibly inspire you. Happy Henry's is a safe space for all dogs and their guardians and takes a more holistic approach to dog grooming, combining consent-based grooming, games-based training and guardian education all in one place. So if you have a dog that struggles with being groomed and handled, or just life in general, we'd love to help. So this is the second attempt at recording this episode. (laughs) Stop giggling in the background there. (laughs) First one was on site at Amerton Farm last week, but due to me messing up the audio, as well as the farm running a very quiet, not so, sound check for the Christmas lights turn on on Saturday evening, I thought we should try again. Otherwise, you may just have turned it off at the very beginning. (laughs) I'm sitting down with a giggly Michelle Haywood, who runs Waggy's Walks in and around the county town of Stafford. She also recently joined Happy Henry's, having completed her level three training in dog grooming. Going forward, Michelle will be working and available for appointments on Saturdays. Hello, Michelle. Hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yes. Round two. You're full (laughs) As long as you don't belch down the <laughs> to the microphone, we'll be fine. I'll give you a signal if I'm going to. <laughs> I'll cut you out. So, first of all, welcome to Happy Henry's and thank you for sitting down with me. That's okay. I'm very excited to be part of the team. Fabulous. That was one of my questions. You've answered it already. Yay! <laughs> um, but before we talk about the latest iteration of your life in um, grooming. Um, In addition to dog walking, you've had a pretty varied background involving animals. Can you give us a bit of an overview of your journey so far? A brief overview. Is is that what you're implying? (laughs) I I can neither confirm nor deny, Your Honour. (laughs) You can take as long as you like. (laughs) <laughs> although my zoom time will cut us off oh very good well yeah if I'm going on too long I'll know why um yeah so yeah always liked animals always wanted to work with them in some capacity never kind of had specific groups of animals that I wanted to work with but uh there we go so I did animal care um at Rob Baston College um and then went on to study zoology um, at Darby Uni um left there didn't didn't still didn't know what I wanted to do or what animals I wanted to work with um I should have I don't I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's it yeah um perhaps should have stayed on a little bit longer and like you know done a master's in maybe conservation or ecology or something a bit more specific um but I was pretty much done with um with education by then um so I did get a job my first job with animals was at Trenton Monkey Forest um, with the monkeys 
with the monkeys yeah which was um which was brilliant um a good start it was with the public as well so most animal jobs actually you don't realize are actually hand in hand with customer service working with the public um so you kind of have to be a little bit you know good at both and they do say to never work with animals or children which again (laughs) most jobs that I did involved both but there we go (laughs) um so then I kind of yeah floated around for a little bit longer um I saw an advert for um Westminster Safari Park um they had didn't you I think you said to me the other day this I love this part so I'm gonna add this to it you had said that you you left Trentham Gardens and they what did they tell you oh right yes yeah so it was a seasonal job Mm -hmm. so the only one we were we were um guides basically round the the um the woods we'd stand and talk about the monkeys so yeah it was only a seasonal job they wanted you I think it was March to sort of October time yes yeah, so and you loved it <laughs> didn't you yes I did I did and I they said you know we don't need you for the winter but you know um we'll, we'll potentially give you a call back in spring and you can come back and and that so yeah I thought brilliant that's what's going to happen so I'll just get a job at Asda <laughs> for the winter and then they'll call me back in in spring and it'll all be great and did they call well, sadly, you sadly the call never came um never never knew why never understood why but there we go that Um, is so sad I know sad I know I don't think I'll ever get over it but there we go (laughs) (laughs) so So, after that you went you um rather than stay um at Asda you wanted to get back into animals so yes you talked about the um the safari park Yes, yes. So they saw a, it was like an open day and you could go and speak to a few of the different departments, which I did. Um, Ended up working with the learning team. So the Safari Park actually train um, students. They teach animal care to students in the local area. Um, So as part of that, there was a a very, well, I say small, there was a lot of animals there, a little animal unit, basically. So um ferrets raccoon dogs chinchillas um bearded dragons snakes cockroaches so basically it was just our job to to look after those animals really mm-hmm. um daily daily husbandry of of all those different species um but it's varied right sounds yeah. it yeah yeah very much so um and then it was also taken again talking about the working with children and animals we'd take a a ferret or a chinchilla or a ten rec out onto a little stage and do a little talk um the kids could come and stroke the animal if they wanted to or just find out a bit more information about who wants to stroke cockroaches (laughs) well yeah i know it yeah that that wasn't the the most popular (laughs) talk i must say (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry I interrupted. No, no, that no, I know. I, I think it was always one that I hoped that no one really came to, then I wouldn't have to actually get the cockroach out of the box. <laughs> I remember when I lived in New York and I lived in this um, 
second floor walk up and in the summer I'd come home and when I turned the lights on you could hear this and all the cockroaches would just like yeah it was yeah you only you can only understand how what that's like um make sure you keep all your food in the fridge yeah (laughs) well you won't have you won't have that here hopefully (laughs) no i haven't had that here (laughs) so west midlands how long did you do that for that was about a couple of years i think maybe just just short of a couple of years um which was it was nice to see the different um they would open and shut for different times of the year and there was a time about this time of year probably that they'd shut completely and it would be like deep cleaning everywhere so we were I think one well the first year I think we were you know they've got sea lions at, at the safari park oh um with a big pool and, and the penguins with the big ponds and it would be a case of you would drain the pool and and clean the stones at the bottom of the penguin pool just in the middle of the day no visitors and yeah honestly (laughs) the 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 stones never looked so good after those uh, (laughs) those long days cleaning them (laughs) i'm sure the penguins appreciated it absolutely yeah they did they did (laughs) and then what happened then you went on to so then it was the rspca um so yeah looking for something a little bit closer to home um to save commuting um a lot um yeah so uh, it was a it's a a branch of the rspca uh in in pretty much derby city center um so it's rehoming dogs cats rabbits a few birds used to come in a few rats and hamsters and things as well basically anything we we could find a home for we would (laughs) and you did Um, house visits didn't you yeah, so in between that, um, I was always looking out for like volunteer options, just obviously it makes your CV look a bit better and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So yeah, I before I even went to the RSPCA centre, I volunteered as a home visitor, um, mainly for cats. I think I did do one visit for a dog, but it was it was majority cats. Um, so it's just a case of going to people's houses going through a form with them that they'd probably already answered, but it was kind of a bit of a fact check, you know, make sure people are sort of um, saying the right things and that the house is, is suitable for whatever animal was going there, basically. And then after that, did you start your dog walking? What happened? When yes. Did... <laughs> Again, looking for something even closer to home. Um it was it was my husband's mad idea to create a business that I could do in Stafford. Um, so you know when these things kind of start off as a bit of a, a joke and a bit of a passing comment, oh you could just you know it'd be a dog walker, walk dogs. Um, and then we were trying to think of a name for for it, uh-huh. what we'd call the business. And um, my mum's maiden name is Wag, so. Ah, kind of made sense that's an easy um thing to come up with then i always thought it was to do with a dog's tail but well this is it it's you know it's double double purpose was meant to be obviously (laughs) so yeah then we had the name and it was sort of like oh well 
we've got the name, we've got the idea. We better do it. Yeah, I kind of just need to go for it now. So, yeah, um, I quit my full-time job and got a part-time job at my local gym Mm -hmm. just as a sort of like, so I knew I was earning some money (laughs) for the foreseeable future. Um, And then, yeah, just advertised, um, told my friends I was doing it. So that they were my first two clients were friends. Um, So, yeah, thank you to those people. Else, I probably wouldn't have ever... (laughs) actually started um and then yeah it kind of just went from there really um we went into lockdown pretty soon after I started it um which was quite terrifying but I suppose so then what did you and your husband do um so my husband could keep working luckily he could work from home um and I was furloughed from the gym um and then there was the sort of furloughed from the gym yeah 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 because it had to shut they could obviously couldn't it couldn't be open so um so yeah and then everyone just thought it was three weeks didn't they so it was like oh three weeks and it'll be fine and then it was a bit longer and a bit longer and yeah (laughs) everyone knows what happened after that (laughs) so when did you get back to dog walking so I I kind of didn't do it for probably a couple of months, maybe, or I think I, I there was, you know, you could still work around it in terms of I didn't go into people's houses, but it might be um, for a long time. I actually like collected dogs from people's gardens or if they had a porch. Oh, so you were, oh, you were able to do that, of course. Uh... Yes. Yeah. As long as I wasn't sort of going into people's houses, close contacts, that kind of thing. Um so yeah, like I said, I, I, actually, I actually just remembered that that part of it was, you know, I'd text the owner, I'm outside, and then they'd let the dog, like I say, into the garden or into a porch. I would have my own lead, and then it would be open the door, open the gate, clip the dog on, go for the walk, and then reverse on on the, you know, right on the way back. Good dogs back in the garden or dogs in the porch. <laughs> So you, I mean, that was pretty, that was a pretty, even though you didn't know it when you started, that turned out to be a pretty good uh, career choice or a business yeah. choice. Because you were, unlike most of us who couldn't do anything, yeah. y- you were able to actually still keep working. Yes. Yeah. In some way I could definitely. Yeah. Um, and then a, a sort of a, people did go and and get pets as well so a lot you know a lot of people went and and got a puppy or went and got got a rescue dog or whatever to because they were at home for however many weeks at a time um and then when they went back to the office it was oh well we need a dog walker now so yeah again not not the worst choice I made (laughs) definitely not I'm, I don't even ask you what the worst choices you've made most. Well, uh, no. <laughs> but uh, that does lead me on to why. So you're still dog walking full time. Um, yes. Um, but you're not taking on new clients, are you? No, no. Currently, the uh, books are closed. Um, so I'm fully booked um, Monday to Friday now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so why the switch to grooming? 
I've always been interested by it. Um, I've just never known how to do it. Obviously, you know, it's something that you kind of have to be. You really need a lesson if you're going to be wielding scissors. Yes, exactly. Um, And I suppose there is a, again, how you learn, there's a sort of routine to things. There's, you know, there's a process to kind of follow. Um, So, yeah, always been interested. When I was at the the rescue centre, we would bath the dogs, we'd clip nails, we'd kind of do everything, clean ears, you know, we kind of do everything we could um, without, you know, interfering too much or using any products that we didn't know or anything like that um so yeah it was kind of like I wanted I want to do more but obviously I don't know how or I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) so I should probably put the scissors down (laughs) well hopefully you do know what you're doing now um but so um now I'm very excited about it, but why Happy Henry's? Apart from the fact that it's really close to where you live now, so you, you kind of scored on that front. Um, That's it. So, but but why why Amerton Farm and Happy Henry's? So we obviously met. Um, it was well. It must be like a year and a half ago now. I'd say, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it's probably taken you close to a year to get your training done because of working full time and trying to squeeze in. And we met because you had actually started walking for one of my clients, and mm. then I needed to find someone for um, a little dog um, that that her owner needed help, and so I reached out to my clients and said which who did you get um mm. and it turns out that you were own very close to where um my my client was so you jumped in and then we met on a yes. wet and rainy day yeah yeah that's it so i think i am i do quite believe that you know you do meet people for a reason and you know things happen for a reason so um when I when I kind of went for this grooming thing, I thought, oh well, that that lady that I met walking the doctor's grooming, that crazy lady. <laughs> Let me text her. <laughs> so yeah, that that's 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 how you know I I got talking to you. I I don't know when you actually said you know mentioned about the consent based thing. I'm not sure when that kind of you know because when I when I met you, you were just doing your training yourself, weren't you? Was I? Was I still training? I may have yeah, been. I think, I think you were, yeah. But I was doing it in conjunction with the self-service. So, so yeah, yes. I probably was when we met. And, yeah. and my, I think that I had got into grooming, not because I wanted to get into grooming, but because I wanted to help more dogs that couldn't be groomed <laughs> for one reason mm. or another. So, yeah. and, and as I was doing games-based training... Um, and it it was proving to be very helpful in reshaping a dog and getting them more comfortable with just the self-service side of things. I I then went into the grooming side of it. Um, mm. And and I, I love it. Um, and I'm hoping that by the time I'm done with you, you'll love doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> How are well, you? So, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. So I didn't know about consent based grooming until, you know, like I say, I can't remember when it come up or when 
when I was kind of, you know, when you said that that's what you did. Um, so, yeah, but I think it's just definitely nice to look at things in a different way and kind yeah, of... Yeah, so what, what what's the main difference you've found in working with dogs in this way? I think it's just, um, you know, some dogs need to be groomed full stop, you know, in terms of if for welfare issues or anything like that. But if a dog is willing to, you know, hop up on the table, hop in the bath, you know, it, it's such a nicer way to work rather than, you know, more traditional things where it's sort of, you know, it, it's going to have to be done. So we'll get it done in the quick, you know, quickest possible way. Um, potentially not, you know, not the nicest for the dog, but. Yeah, so it's just nice to work and 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 flip things on its head and maybe do things in a different order than yeah. you sort of talk. I mean, if it, if if you find that a dog struggles with the bath, um, mm. um, why not clip them first? Um, yeah. Um, if that is better for the dog, or um, go more slowly and get them used to it, but. It is. I get so much. I, I don't know. It just. I get lots of warm fuzzies when I have a dog that is initially fearful when they come in to the the salon, which is a novel environment. Even if you're a confident dog, it's it's unusual. So they dogs often need um, a little time to adjust anyway. But if I can have a dog trust me and. Um, if I take my time and learn what makes them tick and how we all, the ultimate goal is to get to the, the, the same destination. However, yeah. um, maybe we just change the way we do things, take a little longer. So it's actually a positive experience for the dog and the owners, I think, because the owners learn stuff as well while they're doing it. So far, I know you've not been there. You've not been with us for very long, um, but... Um, you're enjoying it so far do I dare ask yeah absolutely I think it's you know on Saturday we 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 um we groomed two dogs together didn't we really so it oh, was yes we did you know just a case of one in the bath one being brushed you know one being dried one you know and it's just a nice nice environment to be in and the dogs can can mill about they can they can have a break they you know we can have a break <laughs> you know it's, it's just a although nice, we never uh, seem to because isn't that haven't you found that though though no matter when i what whatever kind of grooming that you end up going into when you finish your training you then go out and work on your own or and I found it and I know that you've commented on it. You'll suddenly look at the clock and go, uh, how is it like, how has two hours gone? And yeah. um, we're not done yet. Um, mm -hmm. It's it, it does go so quickly. And I think that that was a, a real shock, especially when I was working by myself. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's yeah. not the same as when you're training, is it? <laughs> no. No, time does just uh, yeah absolutely runs away fly with by. you yeah. yeah yeah and I've you know I even when I first had my dog groomed um you know it's like oh she's she's been in there for an hour what's going on and it's sort <laughs> of like 
know, that's nothing compared to, you know, some of the time we take. And it, it, it's, I suppose it's when you know what's involved and you know what's what's going into it. Yes. You think, yeah, of course, it, of course it takes two and two hours, three hours to do that. But yeah especially when you're, you're when you're working at the dog's pace um yeah, to get them yeah. comfortable with it but lots of deep breathing involved um yeah. Yeah. outside of dog walking and now grooming what's your idea of fun what do you do oh goodness well i turned 30 this year really so, that was uh, a fabulous year for me yeah. <laughs> so i suppose i'm i'm feeling a bit like i'm not in my 20s now um I suppose my 20s idea you of should fun be, be thankful better. for that <laughs> yeah I think I think I'm slowly learning that yeah <laughs> um so I think yeah now it's um we're, we're very much into board games we do like our board game evenings okay whoa 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 have I, Hold have on. I you're 30 you? years old and you and your husband what's your husband's name by the way Ashley. You and Ashley are into board yeah. games. That's the sort of thing that someone my age does. Well, no, okay, so we we've got we 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 Go on, <laughs> justify it. Other Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you have some drinks. You know, we're not drinking uh-huh. hot coke. We're drink you know, we're to have a couple of drinks. <laughs> okay, what's your favourite board game at the moment? Oh, see, I'm very much more into like stupid games that that doesn't take that doesn't take any skill. <laughs> so, like, what's that? Cards you know, Against Humanity or something? <laughs> yeah, perhaps not that far, but there's one called Telestrations, which is a bit like Chinese Whispers. Ooh! But you you draw things, so you might draw a candle. Say, yeah. Pass it to me. I don't know what it is, so I write what I think you've drawn. And then the next person draws what I've wrote. Oh, that sounds like fun, especially after a couple of drinks. Yeah, so it goes around like that. And then, of course, at the end, you you, you drew a candle, but I might have, you know, think you drew a rocket... And um, then it just kind of like goes part of Obviously, a man's anatomy or something. Yeah, well, like I was going to say that, but I didn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> PG, isn't it? <laughs> it is PG. Um, I think every word I used there was definitely family friendly. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but my husband much prefers, you know, board games that take a lot of skill. And, you know, Ooh. you've got to be like very clever and strategic and ruin someone else's game as well oh yeah no 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 i know just he can be the jailer in the corner yes that's it that's it (laughs) (laughs) okay listen what is your favorite pizza topping as you're playing board games do we get in pizza what's your favorite topping eating pizza Ooh, i'd probably have to go for maybe a farmhouse what's a farmhouse pizza so uh mushroom ham sometimes they do put pineapple on that Ooh, oh yeah controversial are you a hawaiian pizza fan as well yeah 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 you know what we may have to rethink this arrangement we yeah it's (laughs) 
<laughs> it all comes down to the pizza topping. pineapple on a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, okay, this is my final question. Um, if you were a dog, what would you be and why? I always think this. My first answer would be Labradoodle, but that's just because that's I've what got one. your beautiful Maggie is. <laughs> that's the what mini Maggie horse. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think actually, maybe something like a greyhound would much more suit. So, you know, I, I like to obviously I walk all of the time. I'm outside all of the time, but more than happy to also, you know, just stay very still on the sofa. <laughs> Lay like broccoli and all that. <laughs> You probably don't even know what that quote's from, do you? You're so young. No. <gasps> okay, never mind. <laughs> so listen, if people want to follow you on social media, not Happy Henry's, although I hope everyone's following Happy Henry's, where can <laughs> they go to at the moment? So we've got uh, Facebook and Instagram. Both is Waggy's Walks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got a website as well um so waggies walks into google or stafford dog walker um i'll be up there somewhere um we are looking into a new logo a new name mm-hmm. for the grooming side of things um so, we, let's, so let's keep that a secret for now yes yeah let's keep that a secret and keep people <laughs> wondering yeah so that'll be that'll be the kind of you know the 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 social for the grooming side um, brilliant and if people are interested in booking an appointment with you for grooming they can go ahead to the happy henry's website at the moment or you could message michelle through her waggies walks if you would like um but you can go ahead and book a a free meet and greet um and then in the notes section just put that you'd like michelle not Vic. (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, Michelle, do you have any questions for me? Really quick ones, because my time's running out, because we're going to get to the end of the Zoom call. My goodness. Uh, Well, what's your favourite pizza topping? Oh, it's probably margarita pizza with um, some fresh basil, or basil, as you say in England, (laughs) And maybe a bit of prosciutto. I do like feta cheese as well. But I have to have um, like a whole cupful of chilli flakes. Um, I love spicy. So, yeah, I do get through quite a lot of chilli flakes. Oh, I did not know that about you. Oh, yeah. like a bit of spice? I do like a bit of spice, you know. I like to keep all, not keep some of my secrets close to my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. This is going to go out and hopefully everyone will just be like crowding the airwaves to meet you. Um, but thank you very much for doing this with me. And 
thank you listeners for joining me for this episode of the Happy Henry's Woof You podcast. Woof You is hosted and produced by me, Victoria Shepherd. You can find the Woof You podcast on Apple Podcasts and the Happy Henry's website, happy-henrys.co.uk, where you can stream and download episodes as many times as you like. Please do subscribe, review and rate until your fingers and paws fall off. The only way I'm going to improve what I do for you is to get your feedback. If you have any questions or suggestions for future topics or discussions or people I can meet from anywhere, reach me through the website or our Facebook and Instagram pages at Happy Henry's Dogwash. Thanks again. I'll be back in a few weeks with another amazing guest. The next couple are definitely not to be missed. Bye bye.